welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Coming back to listen to all our uh, our ramblings. Wow, we're uh, ooh, you doing pushing the nerve? Uh oh. So <laughs> the social worker come out, right, Smitty? That, that was today's visit. That's why I had to leave. Oh, okay. About the Grammy. Okay. Check this bullshit out. Uh oh. She told my wife in front of me that what they're doing now, she, she advised that we, it's bad when a social worker advises you to get an attorney. What? That the current rate for nursing homes right now in this area, which is not a fancy area, ain't like we're in West Palm Beach, is 6000 a month for a nursing home. Yeah. 6000 the only income she's got is this little shit, 20-year pension. It's like 140 or 150 bucks a month. This is your union, guys. Hello, y'all. I hope y'all get your butt hurt over this and her Social Security. And she's not eligible for any fucking thing. And she's on Medicare. And that don't cover it. So they'll take all her Social Security... Her Medicare pay for part of it, and she will lose any profit off the house when it does sell because they will put a lien on the, her property to cover if their you loss. Put her in, if, if you put her in a nursing home. She'll have to go at some point because we'll get to the point where we can't care for her. So she needs to sell her house now. That's the problem. They go back five years to look for the money. That's what the lady was explaining to us. They do a five-year history search on everything she's cashed out, basically, to try to recoup their funds. This is our government right now facing down our elders. That's pretty shitty. That's fucked up. That was a newsflash today. Yeah, that's not good. You go back five years looking for everything. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, I'm going to get to the bottom of it, and I'll report 70, back. 72000 a year? What? 72000 a year. For the nursing home? Yeah. That sounds about right on your math. You could, you could probably just pay a nurse to care for her at home, and it'd be less. That's the more... Oh, that's the infuriating part. We have nurses coming and going now, but now they're being discharged out because... Even though they think she should be in it, the insurance companies are saying no because she meets certain requirements. Once you hit a check mark here or you're not digressing or if you're just even keel, you still have a problem. You're dying, but your status is like this. They just discharge you out of it. Just shoot me. I mean, it's... What they are doing to our elders is just fucking absurd. But, yeah, and, and two, um, I can't afford it. I can't afford my own health care. Yeah, no doubt. I just pray I don't get sick. Yeah. We're supposed to have good premium health insurance, and I think we have, what, five deductibles, Smitty, on that card? 
you'd have to have fifty or sixty thousand dollars to cover all of them, and no one can explain how they work. Yeah, it's not great, but no health insurance is anymore. No. It used to be used to be fantastic. Yep. Whatever yeah, happened to co-insurance? Remember that term? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, you. they still have it. You just can't afford it. Yep. No, you got to meet all your deductibles first. You'll be broke before you get to the deductible. The deductibles are 10 times what my mortgage payment is. How the fuck are you supposed to get to that? Well, unfortunately, the country is kind of, I can defend it a little bit. I'm not really defending it. I'm just making a reason for it. We've done this to ourselves, living in such a litigious society where everybody wants to sue the fuck out of every doctor for every little thing. Now, malpractice insurance is costing them through the fucking nose. They have no choice but to throw it right back on the consumer. So the insurance rates, the insurance isn't going to cover the shit no more. And you're paying a shit ton for insurance, but all that does is get you in to see the damn doctor. And then you got to pay through the nose to meet your deductibles. Like you're saying, just so you can pay for all this shit. But you know why inhalers went up so much during Obama, right? Greed. Yes. ESG rules, even though the term didn't exist back then publicly, the propellant in the inhalers was banned by the EPA. So the EPA caused this 3,000% spike in the inhaler cost. It doesn't surprise me. The EPA. Like I said, we do all this to ourselves. With the propellant. I, I will say that the majority of our health issues are self-inflicted. Yes. That is a very fair statement. Yeah. We have a lot of shit over here also that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Or not too many other places. We have a lot of bullshit medical treatments that probably shouldn't be happening. Or no doubt about that. But. but they're out to make a buck. So they're not going to say no. I don't know. Doctors seem to be getting. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't really know any doctors, not any bad ones, but it seems like they're getting less and less ethical. Like they're just like, whatever, I'll do that. If you want, you want to pay me for it, I'll do it. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, they were getting kickbacks for uh, vaccinations. Doctors are incentivized. That's the whole yeah. point point behind the pharmaceutical companies hey you're you know if, if you prescribe our drug blah 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 blah, you'll get this much right you'll get so, that free paid vacation to hawaii for a week yeah so. well have you seen uh john mulaney's latest special uh-uh. you know who john mulaney is right comedian if i saw him i probably would yeah all right. Well, he's a comedian. He used to be a writer for Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was a writer for Saturday Night Live, and then, but he's also a stand-up comic. And I don't think he did too many bits. He did a couple, but he mainly was a writer and a uh, stand-up. Yeah. Anyway, he was on. He did like four or five or six even uh, specials, and my kids loved him. Josie loves him because he's just funny as hell and relatable, I guess. But he was apparently just way hooked on cocaine. He was so, he was very coked up. 
So much so that Pete, he's like best friends with Pete Davidson. Uh-huh. But Pete Davidson doesn't do that kind of shit. Even Pete Davidson was at his intervention. They may have had an intervention for him. He's like, do you know how fucked up you got to be <laughs> to have an intervention? <laughs> and it, that when you walk in, you immediately know, oh shit, this is an intervention. <laughs> but he was on Oxycontin. He names off in this last special he did all these drugs that he was on. Yeah. He's like, you know how hard it is to get prescription medication uh, prescribed to you by a doctor? He's like, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. And let me tell you how to do it. <laughs> so he talked about it. He's like, what you do is you go into uh, Yelp or Google reviews and you find all the doctors with one star. <laughs> He's like, they are dying for your business. <laughs> He's like, I my doctor was on the fourth floor of an apartment building and he always made me take my shirt off. <laughs> He's like, but he would write me a script for Oxycontin and go to whatever I wanted. <laughs> it was just funny. The way he, d- you got to watch his special. It's actually pretty funny. He talks about the whole intervention and everything that happened. Yeah. But it's also kind of an eye-opening thing for about the medical industry. Not that people aren't aware, but how easy it is to just get prescription medication prescribed to you whether you need it or not. So, right now, mom lives here, and I live here. When we move, mom's here, we'll just be here. (laughs) It's about the same. We're just moving up here. Mm. It's about the same exact distance. It's like 25 minutes, 25, 28 minutes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is how the Marine Corps navigates. Yeah, pretty much. See, if you're here... (laughs) And you need to be here. You need to blow all this shit up. (laughs) We're not going around. We're We're not going around, people. Chesty Puller's famous statement. The enemy's got us surrounded. Do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think if Trump does not win the nomination, he runs as an independent? Um... Because I could see him doing that. I think if you asked him the day, he would say yes. And that would probably get whoever the Democratic nominee is elected. Yeah. Because he's going to pull about 30% from whomever the Republican nominee is. It'll it'll look like the uh, Ross Perot splits. Yeah. And we'll have Geraltal in there. Did they say they weren't? Did they say they weren't doing primaries or they weren't doing debates? They're not doing. They weren't doing debates. No debates. Because he can't. He can't do a debate. (laughs) They got to put him on so much. Yeah, cocaine. (laughs) I don't know how he's even standing up. But is he running? Is it going to be Kamala again? That's what a lot of people are. uh, Really. I'm more worried about him kicking the bucket and her taking over than yes. him. I think that's the only reason they haven't fucking drug his ass in front of Kronkers. Because she's an idiot. She's a straight puppet. Yeah. She, I've watched her talk so many damn times, and she's a freaking idiot. I mean. Oh, she's got education beyond the world, but she don't know what to do with it. Uh, She may have paper. But she's an idiot. Oh, she's an idiot. 
She's got she can talk, safer. She can talk in fucking circles. Cackle. Well, it's not even. I mean, it's it's supposed to. It's not supposed to be a package deal. Like in the past, you had re, like Republican presidents and Democratic vice presidents, mm-hmm. and, yes. and vice versa. It's not supposed to be a package deal. But I could see him if he doesn't go with Kamala. I could see him naming Hillary as running mate. I don't think she would at this point. Or uh, Newsom. Did you see any of that back and forth with that uh, Joe Rogan had with that uh, doctor? Yeah, that was... Trying to get him to come on a show. Well, they ended up doing a Twitter session with a bunch of folks that evening. Yeah, Joe Rogan, some, some people were giving him flack for it. And I was like, just tell him, asking him to come on his show and debate him. What are you talking about? He's the most widely watched media personality there is. So let him do it. Made sense to me, but eh. I don't know why you would not want to talk to Joe. You know what I mean? He he is not as right as people think he's more left central in my opinion but he is he's not right wing he is uh, fair to the conversation as a host as you can get yeah he'll call you on your bullshit quick whether he likes you or not yeah it don't make sense to me i mean he is a bit of an intellectual i mean you can't say he's just a meathead you know what i mean he knows his shit and when he doesn't, he asks questions. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with having a robust conversation these days? Because if you disagree with somebody, you're, you're against them. You're a fa- well, you're in the last few months, you're, you're a fascist. Yeah. Joe Rogan's more of a libertarian than he realizes. Yeah. Um, he does, he's, he's a little, he does lean pretty left on the, uh, I would call a lot of things left center on on the social aspects and things like that. Like, uh, but he's pretty like, he would rather not be paying taxes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he believes in the second amendment, the first amendment, the constitution. Now he does say he does. He's very open about the fact that the constitution needs to be updated. Yeah. But he's very pro Second Amendment. Uh, so, yeah, I would agree with that. Left. He's pretty much like most of us. He's pro the government should leave me the fuck alone. He's pro American. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's, that's, part, that's, that's part of why he moved out of California and moved to Texas. Yep. I mean, that's a big reason ki- why. They were killing him. Once we finally got to the house, got situated. Um, we had that truck unloaded in probably 30 minutes. God damn. I mean, she took all the light stuff that she was able to carry. I took all the furniture, washer and dryer, all that shit off by myself. Didn't have a fucking hand truck or none of that. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I walked it. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> I was in much better shape and, and a lot stronger <laughs> at the time. I fucking had the couch. Like this. Oh my god. Going through the door. Like Oh, that's right. She was pregnant. She couldn't help you even if she wanted to. Right. Pivot. 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 
That fucking that clip makes me laugh every fucking time. Every fucking time. You got that right. So her room's probably gonna be a spare bedroom slash office is what my plan was. But I think the wife's plan is to make it Josie's bedroom. <laughs> Even though she doesn't live there. Very so good. so it will be Josie's bedroom, obviously. Because I don't have any say in that shit. I really don't have any say on anything in the house. I have the garage and the yard and the shed. That's what I get. I had the garage. I lost half the garage. You, you lost, I lost the garage. The other half. Yeah, I'm screwed if she gets into a hobby. Then I'm going to lose my goddamn shed. And I'm not going to be happy about that. Are y'all very uh, blessed and thankful and welcome in your house? <laughs> a lot of family <laughs> actually we just ripped down a bunch of that shit she was like okay this is way too white girl I need to rip this off the wall to had to live laugh love yeah she was like she's like oh this has got to go she ripped it off <laughs> and then she was like this is cheesy as fuck and then we had to we still have the yeah. <laughs> I see it. Harvest baby. <laughs> the fuck are we harvesting? Organs, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> she was harvesting you at one point, but I'm we can that's a different subject. Yeah. There's let me tell you something. There's a picture frame <laughs> in our hallway. Yeah. It's been there for at least two years, maybe longer. The pictures in it are not of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It is the same pictures that came with it. Oh, wow. Just hung it up. Love this frame. Who are these my people? Wife. Oh, we, we met them on uh, holiday in Mexico. Sure my, wife, my wife hung it up and has... And there it's been. And she's printed pictures. She's just... They're not in there. <laughs> anyway, all that shit's just, it's all, it's all sucks. It's all, it's so much. Remember, like we were talking about it today. Our grandparents, even our parents, my parents, and mine and Jason's parents' age, houses were like $15,000. Yeah. You get a three bedroom, two bath for like 15 grand. Middle income family, only the man had to work. The man could work, the woman could stay home, and you could live. You could afford your house payment, car payment, groceries, all that on one person's fucking side. You just can't do that anymore. If you don't have both the mom and the dad working, you can't afford a family. You just can't. I mean, well, I guess you can if you're on welfare and all that shit. But you know what I mean? If you wanted to be on your own, you just can't do it. I can't. I, like if it was just me working, we couldn't afford to buy this house. There's no way. What do you think of? I'm kind of switching gears to, to pro ball now. But what do you think about, do you think Otani is going to change the way scouts start looking for pitchers? Because yeah. he's fucking, that kid's incredible. He's throwing, he's slinging BBs and he's hitting home runs, which is not normal for a pitcher. It's um, almost like the water boy. Like they kept trying <laughs> to find more water boys getting crushed. But, um... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, maybe. How come he's such a good hitter? Is he just a pure hitter? Uh, 
Yeah, could be. Um, when was the last time we saw a pitcher that hit like that in the pros? Glavin, maybe? Yeah, he wasn't that good. So no, not like Otani. Otani's he got the, he's he's like in the top. <clears throat> he's got like the most home runs in the I think his division. Yeah. Uh, Glavin didn't hit. He didn't hit dingers. I mean, he hit a couple, but but he could hit. He could hit. Yeah. He wasn't a guaranteed out like most pitchers were. That's why the whole DH thing not being in the National League made no sense. Like you're just putting yourself at a disadvantage. Yeah. At a disadvantage. I know they have it now, but I never understood why they did it. It made no sense. Yeah, I mean, they both both leagues should have done it at the same time. And what was weird is they held to the rule depending on which when they played interleague play. Yeah, depending on they, park which whichever park you're in is whether you played that rule or not. Yeah, <clears throat> which I mean, you it it's still not in, if you're not gonna. If your pitchers aren't going to take BP, then the rule the rule makes no sense. It doesn't put you in an advantage when an American League team comes in, right? But um, you to don't your think point, Otani's going to change anything. Do I think, think it will a little bit. I think you'll start seeing it more. Um, but it really takes a. You really got to be able to hit, like yeah. It, <sighs> batting. So I was always kind of told that like there's levels to it. So, and that's kind of what they look for. Like you got to stay for in high school and college in that high three hundreds. Yeah. Four hundreds close to 500 in high school to like really get noticed as a hitter. Those are the but my, well, no, it's, it's just skill. <clears throat> yeah. And the pitching's worse in high school, so you should be. You should be killing it. You should be a little better if you're a decent hitter. You're going to be even better because the pitchers aren't that great. But my whole thing is, if you're a pitcher, that's usually what the scouts are looking at is while you're pitching. They're really not paying attention until you start hitting. But but really, if you're getting recruited as a pitcher, then once you get to the bigs, then you're pretty much done with BP. They don't. You're pitching, yeah. or we're going to put your ass in a bullpen. You're going to spend every waking hour of your fucking career pitching. I really don't give a shit if you can hit or not, Yeah, but this kind of changes that. You know what I mean? In, in this, uh, in this era, you haven't, we haven't really seen it in this era. Any, anybody that's come up that could pitch and hit. Right. I remember when uh, Cologne fucking finally, he hit a fucking dinger in his, uh, I think it was like his last game. Remember Bertolo Cologne? Yeah. Still playing. Little fat boy. Oh, I don't know. God, I hope not. It's like 50. (laughs) He was, I remember him, he uh, scooped a ball headed towards the foul line on the first base line. And he scooped it up and then threw it behind his back to the first baseman and got the guy out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was on a highlight reel. It was pretty cool. I was like, look at that little fucking shit. Of course, he's been playing ball probably since he was eight. So, which, yeah. I mean, some of these guys do some shit on that ball field. Like the other like the other night with uh, 
Ozzy Albies and Arcia when they turned yeah. that fucking uh, that flip. Yeah, I saw yeah. That. I was like, God damn, because Arcia just. I mean, he just turned and fired. I mean, that was a great throw. He just turned and fired. I was like, yeah. damn. That was nice. Yeah. You watch some of these kids like at third <laughs> base jump and dive and jab a ball and jump up and throw from their knees from third fucking base and sling a guy out. You're like, God damn. These guys are good. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing that does aggravate me, though, is, especially with outfielders, is jumping when there's absolutely no need to jump. Yeah, it's like, what? The ball's coming down. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's on this side of the trajectory. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I tell you what, Acuna, that kid's got a glove, man. He comes out of no. He's tracked some balls down this year that, Pretty impressive. I don't know if he got late jumps and just made it look good, but you got a cannon too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that who we were watching today? This morning? Yeah. Yeah, he jumped and caught that one over his shoulder. Flipped it. I think No, was, that was Ozzy. That was Ozzy Albies at second base. That throw he made to third a couple games ago. They oh, said yeah. it, it said it came out of his hand at 108 miles an hour. Yeah, when you get a couple steps behind it, he's because yeah. he had like a step and a half and then sling. I can't imagine uh, what uh, what's his face, Bo Jackson, how hard Bo Jackson was throwing in his day. Because I mean, you watch his some of his throws from like the wall to yeah, back to threw, first base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's throwing guys out. Yeah, yeah from I was left like, field God, wall. damn. <laughs> that was before they were clocking him. You know what I mean? It was like Jesus. But even the balls coming out of some of the like the third baseman and some shortstops, they're throwing fucking hard, man. That ball is coming. For call used to throw it over a hundred on a regular. Really? Yeah, he had a cannon at shortstop. Yeah, that's is he still playing? Where's he at? He's retired, man. Did he retire? Is he that long ago? You want to feel old? Go look at uh, the roster and look at the date of birth. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that to myself. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Please, if anybody has any questions or comments, hit us up at primecohesion at gmail.com or head to our Facebook page at uh, Prime Cohesion on Facebook and uh, leave some comments. We'd appreciate it.